0: He knew that until people got out of the gap, they'd never be as happy or successful as they could be. The gap is found in both mundane and monumental experiences. You could be in the gap about getting the smaller half of a cookie. Or you could be in the gap about your entire past, wishing your life had been something different or better. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. Today, we're taking a look at The Gap and the Game, The High Achiever's Guide to Happiness, Confidence, and Success. The author of the book is Dan Sullivan, with contributions from Benjamin Hardy, and the book is published in 2021. I want to share a number of my favorite insights from this book, starting with play the long game, self-determined, always measure backwards, the critical hour, three wins each day, be in the driver's seat, own the experience, and finally, a closing thought. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, When your happiness is tied to something in the future, then your present is diminished. You don't feel happy, confident, or successful. But maybe in the future you will be, or so the logic goes. When you're chasing happiness externally, it's because you're disconnected internally. And when you're disconnected internally, then you're trying to fill a gap. Are you in the gap? In the early 90s, Dan Sullivan, the world's foremost entrepreneurial coach, discovered how pervasive the gap was among his highly successful clients, as well as people generally. He exposed the gap as a toxic mindset that stopped people from being happy and appreciating their lives. He knew that until people got out of the gap, they'd never be as happy or successful as they could be. The gap is found in both mundane and monumental experiences. You could be in the gap about getting the smaller half of a cookie, or you could be in the gap about your entire past, wishing your life had been something different or better. High achievers are particularly prone to being in the gap. For instance, research shows that CEOs are twice as likely to have depression than the general public. Entrepreneurs are prone to substance abuse, as well as depression and suicide. Even after some massive victory, their mind quickly goes to the next unreached achievement. Although this can lead to a great deal of external success, the problem remains unresolved internally. Many, if not most, high achievers remain unhappy, and their unhappiness grows deeper and deeper with each external accomplishment. That is, if they stay in the gap. If you are in the gap and think that happiness and success are something you pursue, and you will have in the future, then you are in trouble. If you're ready to finally get out of the gap, then you're about to learn how. This book will show you the only way out of the gap. It's human nature to be in the gap. The gain is the antidote. The gain creates immediate happiness. The gain connects you to yourself and your own progress. End quote. Welcome to the introduction of The Gap and the Gain by author Dan Sullivan with contributions from Dr. Benjamin Hardy. It's a truly captivating read that reveals a seemingly simple but extremely powerful path to happiness. Happiness is the primary objective for most individuals, yet it is a long way off since people compare themselves or their current position to an ideal. You are living in the gap. However, to live in the gain, you measure where you started to what you have achieved. You measure your progress. The problem with evaluating oneself against an ideal is that ideals are like the horizon. With each stride forward, the horizon moves further away. In psychology, they refer to this as hedonic adaptation. Humans have a tendency to adapt to their surroundings and possessions, leaving them unsatisfied for the rest of their lives. Ideals should provide direction in your life, but they should not be the measuring stick. Insight number one, play the long game. Quote, when you're doing something you genuinely love, and you're doing it for yourself, then you're intrinsically motivated and have a healthy passion. You don't need to force things or prove yourself. You're playing the long game. You're playing your own game. You're not competing with anyone else. You're not measuring yourself against anyone else's standard. Something Dan Sullivan has noticed in coaching tens of thousands of entrepreneurs since 1974, over 47 years, is that most of them are mentally here but wanting to be there. Playing the longer game allows you to embrace being here. Yes, you have goals and vision, but you're completely happy where you're at. You are here, and you love being here. End quote. In The Passion Paradox by Brad Stolberg and Steve Magnus, they shared the differences between harmonious and obsessive passion. According to them, psychologists distinguish between two types of passion, labeling the unhealthy one obsessive passion and the healthy one harmonious passion. Obsessive passion is harmful to one's health. It has two main aspects. One, an excessive focus on intrinsic outcomes like wealth, fame, and achievement, and two, an excessive fear of failure. Harmonious passion, on the other hand, brings happiness to our lives. The healthy enthusiasm is driven by internal motivations, whereas the toxic passion is driven by external motivations. Quote, The gap makes you a slave to their and makes here a prison you can't escape from. End quote. A question for you. What is your long game? You're doing what you love when you're playing the long game. You aren't doing something only to get to another destination. Insight number two, self-determined. Quote, a fundamental aspect of being in the game is to live your life in a self-determined way. You stop living in the gap and measuring yourself based on ideals, but rather live based on clear measurable, that you yourself have chosen. You then regularly use those criteria to make decisions and move your life forward. As you move forward, you regularly measure yourself backward to evaluate your progress. End quote. Learn to run your own race in life and quit comparing yourself to others. Keep in mind that the comparison game is rigged and you are destined to lose every single time. The only comparison that matters is the one that measures your progress. Insight number three, always measure backwards. Quote, here are five questions. Where am I right now? What are my wins for the past 90 days? What are my desired wins for the next 90 days? Where will I be in 12 months? And where will I be in three years? These questions allow me to see where I'm at at the moment, what my recent gains were, and what I'm trying to accomplish in the short and long term. End quote. It improves your optimism, motivation, confidence, and resilience to be reminded of the easily forgotten past. You're no longer the same person you used to be. Even in the last 90 days, you've changed and matured a lot. The author recommends using a journal to reflect on your former self and see the incredible gains in your life. Quote, The gain allows you to live your life without regrets. It gives you power over your progress and experience. The gain creates immediate confidence and momentum. Don't let your past be forgotten. Always measure backwards, end quote. Insight number four, the critical hour. Quote, there is one specific hour, the sweet spot of your day, that has the biggest impact on both your short-term and long-term success. What you do during this one hour has effects that far outweigh what you do with the other hours of your day. It determines how productive and purposeful you are, as well as influences how well your brain functions. If you use this one hour powerfully, the next 24 will be successful. If you don't, they'll be wasted. For most people, the last hour of the day is a gap hour, distracted by media or binge eating. However, the last hour of your day can be a gain hour, one that positively transforms how you sleep as well as your entire next day. End quote. In the Optimized Coach program, we focused heavily on AM and PM bookends. Our goal was to produce masterpiece days, and we began by perfecting our AM and PM bookends. As Darren Hardy says in The Compound Effect, quote, the key to becoming world-class in your endeavors is to build your performance around world-class routines. It can be difficult, even futile, to predict or control what will show up in the middle of your workday but you can almost always control how your day starts and ends. I have routines for both, end quote. Your evening routine sets the tone for your morning routine and has an impact on the remainder of your day. What you do in the hour leading up to bedtime is crucial. Quote, research shows that in the hour before bed, 96.9% of people use their smartphone and 90.8% use their smartphones while in bed just before they sleep. The scrolling and staring cycle is a dangerous draw on tomorrow's productivity and creativity bank account. Staring at your phone right before bed is one of the worst things you can do if you want to live an effective, present, and happy life. It has a negative impact on your identity and mindset. It's time to stop blowing up your mind right before you go to sleep by watching mindless television or scrolling through the news or social media on your mobile phone. Protect that critical hour before bed by installing better habits like reading, meditation, journaling, or going for a walk. Your tomorrow will thank you. Insight number five. Three wins each day. Quote, Research shows that writing down three things you're grateful for each day increases your happiness. Other research shows that gratitude before bed not only makes you feel better, but literally makes you sleep better. Writing what you're grateful for is very powerful. But perhaps even more powerful is writing down specific wins you had that day. Writing three wins from the day not only boosts your gratitude, but simultaneously boosts your confidence. Writing down three wins daily is one of the most effective ways to stay out of the gap. End quote. You should also try jotting down your predicted wins for the next day. There are three reasons why finding those wins for the following day is essential. Number one, it boosts your gratitude and confidence. Number two, directs your subconscious while you sleep, and number three, gives yourself a purpose for the next day. If you want to take this to the next level, develop a practice of sharing your three wins with an accountability partner. By sharing your wins for tomorrow, you will feel a sense of accountability to achieve it. Insight number six, be in the driver's seat of life. Quote, when you're in the game, you're proactive about your experience. You look at your experiences and utilize them to become more adaptive and successful in the future. Conversely, when you're in the gap, you're reactive to your experience, looking at them and being frustrated over what happened. Hence, being in the gap puts you in the passenger seat of your own experiences. You're reactive to whatever happens, and when things don't go how you expected or wanted, then you're the powerless victim. The gain, on the other hand, puts you in the driver's seat of your own life. You decide what your experiences mean. You decide how you'll frame them, and you always find ways to utilize your experiences to improve your future. The gap takes away your agency as a person and makes you psychologically rigid. The gain increases your agency and makes you increasingly psychologically flexible. Psychological flexibility means you manage your emotions. They don't manage you, end quote. If you're not psychologically flexible, then you're more likely to experience higher anxiety, depression, and worry. Psychological flexibility guarantees that you build the muscles necessary to move forward in the face of adversity. Quote, the more flexible you are as a person, the more willing you'll be to try multiple approaches to getting where you want to go. End quote. This reminds me of the science of hope. According to Shane Lopez in his great book, Making Hope Happen, first, we must believe that our future can be better than our current situation, and we must have a definite goal in mind. Second, we need to believe we have the power to make it so. That is agency. And finally, we must be willing to do whatever it takes for however long it takes to make it so. He calls this pathways. By learning to transform every experience into a game, you're building hope molecules for the future. Insight number seven, own the experience. Quote, by taking full ownership of your experiences and past, you can do whatever you want with them. You can change what your former experiences mean and what they don't mean. When you're in the game, you transform your experiences. Transforming your experiences means you go back to your former experiences again and again and through your evolved thinking and reasoning, change what those experiences mean to you. You continually extract new lessons from those experiences. You view your past as a gold mine that you can tap into again and again. End quote. Learn to take ownership of your experiences and apply a new meaning when needed. Every life experience, good or bad, has a deeper meaning. Just remember that you have the ability to define what that meaning is. Quote, When you're in the gap, you don't see any usefulness in certain experiences. Instead, you simply wish they hadn't happened. The gap is passive. The gain is active. When you're in the gain, you extract uses, lessons, and purposes from your experience. You become better, more informed, and more capable because of your experiences, end quote. Transforming your experiences makes you anti-fragile, which trumps resilience because the anti-fragile person gets better with each experience. Insight number eight, closing thought. Quote, the more gains you create, the more you and your life will become unique and incomparable to anyone else. No one can replicate you when you're in the game because no one has the same experiences you're having. And no one can transform your experiences into gains the way you do. You already made it this far. Look back at where you were when you started. What are you going to do now? How far are you going to go? You get to decide that. And with every step you take forward, you get to measure backward and become increasingly humbled at how far you've come. End quote. That's the final paragraph in the book. And again, an author who took the time to absolutely nail the ending. I hope you enjoyed the handful of insights I extracted from this great book. The book is jam-packed with practical wisdom, and I would suggest it as a required reading if you're an overachiever and struggling to maintain happiness on your journey. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Talk to you soon. Have a great day. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lamba. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8-10 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20-minute MP3s that break down my favourite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.